holding for an ice cream truck. This should be the cold open. Just us listening for the ice cream. Wait, truck. Christian, is that like that thing from that thing with Jennifer Lawrence where they oh, eat yeah. each other? Hunger Games. Yeah, I offer myself as tribute. Misleading title. They don't eat each other. Really? Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking The Last of Us Season 1. I'm Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Arjuna. Krishna. And our producer, Michael. Oh, I mute myself every time. Michael. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> success. Much success. Much success. In terms of not unmuting oneself. You know, some people wish they would have that ability in the show we're going to talk about. To mute oneself. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, so explain can, that. Explain so that. So you can hide. You can not make noise in front of the mm. clickers. In front of the clickers. Yeah. 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 Clickers. Nice. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, because they use audio and yeah. they, they're not very visual creatures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're more of a sound design type of creature. <laughs> they have perfect pitch. Perfect pitch. Pitch. But they do not have perfect sight. Do you think this is the sequel to Pitch Perfect? I think it is. <laughs> yes. Clearly. The, the Same sequel, universe. Clearly. Yeah. Well, technically, yes. How it many could be. how many movies, like random movies and shows, can we fit into the Last of Us universe? Oof. So think about it. The apocalypse happens in two thousand three, right? Great year. So you'd have to assume that anything made after two thousand three was probably not made in our real lives, but maybe up until two thousand three was relatively the same. So this maybe. world so this world never had the MCU. It's true. Yeah. But they did get oh, the first Spider-Man movie, Tobey Maguire. They did get the first Spider-Man, that's for sure. <laughs> no Lord of the Rings. No Lord Well, no Lord of the Rings. Oh, wait. Fellowship came out in 01. In 01. Uh, Two Towers came out in 02. And then oh, Return so. of the King came out in late 2003. So I'm going to assume they never got the complete They never trilogy. got the release. Damn, but it did, it did exist, probably. Maybe missed, not fully done. Missed that 12 sucks. endings. <laughs> they did miss, miss the five-hour ending of a lifetime. That was a good oh. ending, honestly. You know, 15 takes or whatever. But they never got X-Men The Last Stand. So then oh. this world is a better world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But guys, That's we're true. talking, obviously, the, the entire season, the first season of Last of Us. It's already been renewed by HBO Max, or whatever the hell platform is going to show Max, up. Whenever HBO, Max, HBO. They decide to call Discovery it or whatever. Um, HBO has renewed it for a season two. But how would you guys kind of sum up the season or the finale in a one word? Krishna, kick us off and don't say bald. Bald. Yeah, I, th- I threw you off, didn't I? Sorry. You did. You did. I'm like, wait, why would I say bald? Uh, mine's going to be specifically for the finale. And my one word is going to be efficiency. Because. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a protagonist wrap up a finale so efficiently as Joel did in that finale. No questions asked, no hesitation. He, when he decided he's going to save Ellie, he, it was the most efficient I've ever seen a protagonist act. Like people, he didn't ask, he didn't say anything. He just walked through and it was so well shot as well. It was very character building. It wasn't like it wasn't over the top. It was just like quick shots of him just marching through this hospital. Um, so it was efficiency both in character and in execution. Efficiency, legitimate execution. Yeah, and it was it was one of the shorter episodes <laughs> oh of the season God. too. Uh, fifty three or fifty minutes so or again. Something? It was under an hour. Under an so hour. So efficiency yeah, and long and runtime as well. Right. Yeah, because yeah, like efficiency. the premiere was an hour twenty. Episode three was like oh, an hour yeah, fifteen, was. so this was definitely uh, yeah feeds into the into the word. Yeah, they actually don't have it listed the the runtime. I'm looking, I'm looking at IMDb right now to well, see. It's interesting. HBO yeah, lists weird. the time normally next to it, but that's like the runtime. But then like the actual time, if you look at it when you're playing, it has the extra time for all the trailers at the front, sure. and then the extra scene stuff at the back too. So, gotcha. Yeah. So an efficient yeah. episode. Efficiency. Efficiency is the word, right? Shuna, how would you Begins sum up e. in uh, one word? Yeah, I have a couple words. A couple, interesting. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with depressing. <laughs> I mean, can you qualify that first for I everybody? Am. I'm okay, going to. Good. I'm going to explain good, to our audience. Good, good. So, uh, you know, I actually watched pretty much the whole season today. 
you know, pretty much started this morning. Uh, I'd seen the first episode and a half. Uh, and it wasn't even a half episode. I, I realized I was only like 15 minutes into the second. Episode. And that was eight weeks ago. Yep. Yep. And I came over to Ravi's uh, and Lawrence this morning. And I got here around 11 and then just put it on. And I've been watching uh, The Last of Us for close to eight hours. And uh, I do not recommend this experience to anyone. I was going to say, like, uh, you should, like, I feel like what you should do after you're done here is, like, stop and get, like, a, a fish fillet. Like, get, like, some kind of nice <laughs> junk get, food. I might get a milkshake for myself. Something, and just then go a, home and, like, watch fucking brain. Spongebob or something. I need, to, I need to do happy things. Yes. I need happiness in my life. Because, holy shit, is this the most depressing show. And I don't mean this in a negative way, by the way. Uh, but it is so depressing yeah. and draining. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of want to cry and curl up into a corner. Yeah, actually, Arjuna, you, your eyes look a little red right now and, and watery. Are you? <laughs> it's oh, all the weed he's been smoking. Oh, yeah, it could be. That would be the Oh, other. yeah, it could be. Could be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it, just, it edible? <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was just, it's depressing. Like, the show really hits you and it reminded me a lot. I played the game 10 years ago uh, when it came out Shit. in 2013. So, wow. uh, it's been a long time and it was kind of, it was really fun to watch it and kind of think of like okay what what aligned and look it up to to see like what aligned and what were some of the differences and everything um but yeah it's just a sucker punch like it's it's just you just think it can't get sadder and then it does which is interesting because like i i i played the first chapter or like the first i don't know little bit of the game and then i put it down and i never looked back and that was obviously for me i think i picked it up like maybe five, six years ago or something that's randomly. Yeah. But, like, you you knew what was coming. It's not like everything no. you saw today was, like, yeah. brand new and, and no. whatever. But it's still, you're, like, it was yeah, super impactful. It's, it's impactful. Crazy. It's draining. They executed it really well. Um, and even the stuff that doesn't even hit the same emotional impact, and which I'm sure we'll get to, uh, they make it impact you. Uh, and it, it really, it's a show that kind of doesn't let up. It's just kind of keeps going and like I, I we've talked a lot about the binge model versus the weekly model yeah this is a show to do weekly it yes. is too yes. heavy to yes. binge yes 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 uh, for me I at was, least I was just gonna I was long. just gonna say uh, I think I've mentioned a few pods ago how I I prefer to binge yeah. shows I didn't on this one and I am so thankful that I didn't binge it so otherwise because like Arjuna I, I think it, the emotional turmoil of all of that all nine of those episodes at once would be tough. <laughs> Just a bit. That would have been my other one-word impression. Tough. Oh. Because I'm tough, like yeah. a Ford. Because Joel's tough. Well, no. Ellie is tough. <laughs> no, Joel is filled with plot device. Plot. Rifle that never runs out of bullets. <laughs> Perfect aim. Calm under pressure. I mean, he is... I mean, yeah, you see how training does, he's okay? had in Mandalorian. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. But it also shows, like, I mean, this show, this because again, like, I'm not familiar with the video game, so like, this finale of season one and what Joel says and does, yeah, you know, like you are you're rooting for Joel the entire. Are you the entire show? Yeah, you you want him to get Ellie <laughs> to to the Fireflies. You want them to find a vaccine and a cure or whatever. And then what he says and he does, it's like, well. Fuck. Joel's kind of a selfish dick. I will say, I, in the but game, I get it. in the game and in the show, I was not necessarily rooting for Joel. Who are you rooting for then? I, I wasn't really rooting for anyone, but I certainly didn't like what Joel did, does in the finale. It, it, even playing. So you the wanted game, Ellie to die? I didn't necessarily want Ellie to die, but I think like killing an entire hospital is tough. And I, it was even when I remember, I remember like playing the game and being like, "This tough is scene. this is tough. Like this is this isn't great." Uh, That's why it's so good. Yeah, but I mean, especially the shift in the show, right? The the like ha- having watched the show immediately, right? The 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 threat of the humans really comes into play in the second half of the season, right? Like you really don't have as much stuff with the clickers and stuff, uh, which is just like the game, right? Like, and and they they talk about it and they talk about how the you know there's a lot you know I think Joel says it early in episode one or two. Um, and stuff. There's a, there's things way worse than, yeah. Just the the actual infection and the clickers and stuff. Well, fun fact in like terms of present time, 
Right. The last time you see an actual clicker or, the, or whatever is in episode six. In episode seven, right, you have Ellie's flashback to when she's in the mall. And sure, there's a clicker, but obviously that's a flashback. But then in the rest of episode seven, eight, nine, there's no clickers at all. You don't yeah. see a single one. So, yeah, very much it is more the threat of, like you said, humans. Yeah. I like to call it the walking dead effect. <laughs> no, I will say the one in episode eight was more of a runner than a clicker. Yeah. I in, think. Or in, in episode seven, you mean? Yeah, with the flashback. Yeah, the yeah. flashback. It, yes. it, it wasn't full clicker yet. Right. I mean, I call them all clickers because they're creepy. Infected. Infected. Uh, zombies. Let's just call them what they are, zombies. Oh. Yeah. I don't think they use that word. They don't, so. but IP and stuff. You do? <laughs> uh, so for my one more impression, I am going to go with electric. Like Pikachu? Yes. Actually, can I use Pikachu? No, I'm kidding. I want to use Pikachu. I'm going to use electric because two reasons. Number one, uh, the one common theme that I learned in uh, post-apocalyptic America is everyone knows how to create electricity all of a sudden. And that's not a good, that's not a bad thing. Like, it's good. Like, we, you should figure out electricity is very important to, you know, our, our general survival. Um, I just kind of thought it was funny that every established colony or whatever has, like, really good working electrical well, infrastructure. They would, they would have to, right? This is, sure. No, no. This right. Especially, in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, for Anyone sure. Anyone who survived to this point is uh, a survivor. Survivor, yeah, yeah, for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and then also electric in the sense that I felt electrified <laughs> to... Um, you know, I think I'll become a, I'm going to become a doomsday prepper, I think. It's uh, Nick Offerman's character. Um, these little towns. Oh, yeah. The government is a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not man. then. Now. One of the best episodes of television. <laughs> what ever a, an iconic line. I mean, he's got to be, they've got to be nominated for at least, you, very least. That oh, yeah. You can make an, an argument enemy. for a lot of different performers. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did really. They, they had really, yeah. re I mean, and that's kind of the beauty. Like you have all these episodes that encompass these arcs and everyone's essentially a guest star, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of uh, Pedro and Bella Ramsey. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ev everyone has like an episode or two essentially. And so many castmates just like really killed it. Um, <laughs> and most and of them got did die. In the uh, show. This is very true. <laughs> this is super true. So. But yeah. Our uh, one word uh, sentence, if we rearrange the words, is depressing electric efficiency. <laughs> it's a very well. Uh, sounds apt. The EED. Ooh. Or DED. D. Dead. D. 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 Dead. Dead. D. That's perfect. So in, ter in terms of like the actual show itself, so obviously this this show is based on the video game series that, like Arjun said, came out in 2013. Oh, our two series runners are Greg Mazine and Neil uh, Druckmann. Druckmann is actually one of the lead writers or actually wrote, wrote the, the game. game. Yeah. Um, and then Greg Mazine, um, his big... Mazin, excuse me. His um, big uh, HBO show was Chernobyl, which was another show we we did do a pod on that too yeah, as we well. Did. Quite a few um, years. We bought a physicist on. Yeah, we did. Our, yeah. our friend. <laughs> yes, our doctor friend. Um, Do you think he still listens to the pod? I I would hope so. I, would, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I remember he didn't like Chernobyl. Yeah, well, I mean, he did not like it because of the scientific inaccuracies. Uh, it's fine. I, I complete, it's a physicist, like something that <laughs> spends their entire time looking and understanding science. Like, of course, you want it to be as accurate as possible. Granted, it's a a TV show. It's a TV he show had strong words yeah. for it. He had, he had a lot of strong words. That's great. Um, but that, you know, it's it's great that HBO made sure to have like Druckmann on there. Um, we also had you know voice actors um, from the from the actual video game show up in the show, uh, such as. Help me out here, guys. Yeah. So there was four. There's four big ones. Four big ones. So yeah. Troy Troy. Uh, Troy Baker, mm -hmm. who voiced Joel, um, he plays James, who in episode in the some of the later episodes what was that episode seven or episode eight, mm -hmm. uh, he plays James, who is part of the cannibal group. He's the second hand guy to the religious, the father, the man of the cloth. Um, Ashley Johnson, yeah. who played Ellie in the original series, plays Ellie's mom in the um, TV series. Uh, Anna. Um, Critical role person as well. And then Mar uh, 
the actress who plays Marlene, uh, Meryl Dandridge, also plays Marlene. So she played the same character. She voiced the character and she did the. Um, so she bo katoned it. She did. She Katie she Sackdoff. Bo katoned it. it. No, I like bo katoned. It's, it's a verb now. Bo katoned. Bo katoned. And then uh, Jeffrey Pierce, who voiced Tommy, Joel's brother, played uh, Perry, who's the second hand, this is the right hand man of uh, Kathleen or Catherine, the the woman who's in charge of the Kansas City uh, rebellion group. The big bearded dude who got it from the fungus monster. Yes. He got his head ripped Correct. off. It was pretty violent. Yeah. Great beard. Yeah. Great you know, beard. Yeah. You know, you know what all four of these uh, characters have in common? They yeah. all died. <laughs> and they all seem to be sort of yeah, and, and half of them are like second in commands, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, this world is teaching you that um, if you're second in command, you're gonna get a violent, violent end, I guess. Unless you take over and become first in command before you do. That they should have. That's the valuable lesson. Well, Marlene died, and she was sort of first in command. That's also very true. But she also kind of, you know. Like, they knew that there was a problem, right, with the the fungus and everything, and they wanted to deal with personal vengeance first as opposed to dealing with safety of the city and and whatnot. So One thing that's interesting, too, about the Naughty Dog games like The Last of Us and Uncharted is the voice actors do some mocap for the the games as Mm -hmm. well, uh, especially for the animations to get them fairly accurate. So, like, they embody the, like physicalness so i think that's what was interesting that they got the same actress for marlene to do both because she's she's done the physical performance um before too so fun fact they just uh took the recording of the (laughs) mocap and they create a cgi version of her and then don't don't even need her on set actually just ai generate the whole damn thing (laughs) which would be kind of like insane right like damn Mm -hmm. That'd be probably cool. not that far away, right? <laughs> I mean, this show, this show, Nervous not at all. all. No, like if we, like if we talk like just general effects of the show, uh, I think it did very, very well in terms of like showing a, a zombie esque creature, if you will, hordes and things. And then obviously in America, that is in a post apocalyptic world. Um, after the first episode aired, or the first two episodes aired, they did release a bunch of like behind the scenes FX type things. Yeah, which is cool. They actually shot on locations uh, or like very similar locations. Yeah, and most of this was shot in Canada. In Canada, actually yeah. wasn't shot in the America. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I don't know that word. Tax write off. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Vancouver areas. Um, but they use like practical uh, effect or practical stages and, and sets and everything, and then digitally added what they need to, which was nice. As opposed to like sticking them on a, a green screen and saying, "Yeah, you're the in only, the, hell." The only time uh, it showed through was I think after the first episode or the second episode. Everyone who lived in Boston was like. That's not Boston, because right outside of Boston, there were mountains. and like, ten, that's ten miles away. Definitely not Boston. That's probably Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Only Bostonians would get mad. Oh, Hollywood. When will you ever just film where you need to? <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll never do it. <laughs> never. But then it's like, why, why, why did they say that L.A. is the perfect filming location, and we don't shoot any... Real major films here. Well, actually, that's not true. Aren't they shooting the Joker too? Yeah, the Joker. Right yeah. Down, like right, right outside, outside of our down, house, right, right in downtown. Yeah, it's right there. So never mind. Sorry, Hollywood. Michael and I are actually co-starring in the movie. We're, we're, <laughs> the, we're the third and fourth leads. <laughs> Good. We're Tweedledee. Good. Yeah. Tweedledee. I walked out my door, turned a corner, and all of a sudden they're like, "You're in." They're like, "Oh, we gotta do makeup. Oh, you're pasty." Enough. Yeah, they just, they just pull you <laughs> off. You the got- trying to buy coffee. He's like, "Quick, I get him in makeup." That's yeah. Hilarious. I hear somebody go, "You got Moxie, kid," and I turn around, and before I know it, I'm a star. <laughs> and that's how it's I the was Hollywood a dream. Star. I mean, that's how. I mean, so so if you go back to like um, episode episode seven, the uh, Ella Ellie uh, flashbacks mm-hmm. when she's talking about her her roommate, her friend Riley, yeah. Riley, right? She said that Riley was like, "Oh, I was just out on a run, and a firefly saw me." It was like, "You you run away and escape really well. Kid. You got moxie, kid. You enjoyed the fireflies. <laughs> Here's some bombs." Well, it's Marlene that recruited her. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is creepy. Well, she's watching because she's been watching uh, right. Ellie. Right. Which, makes right, which is, her which whole, is even yeah. more creepy. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. waiting for the moment to kill her. <laughs> to strike. Yeah. 
What'd you think of those effects at the arcade, Rami? Oh, I hated it. Those were probably the worst effects. I'm not sure, though. Like, you made a good point. I don't know if it's because my TV is calibrated in, in, in a way that... Um, you need a new TV, you're saying? Yeah, I should get a new TV then. Yeah. Which, which always. So in, in the flashback episode where uh, they're in the arcade or in the mall, there's a shot where they're look. There's a the um, it, their backs are to the camera, and then the uh, they're in the foreground, and the background is the arcade. But because it's so dark, the I don't know if it's my TV that's overcompensating or what, but it looks like they're green screened in, and it just gotcha. looks really, really bad. Gotcha. I'm not entirely sure. I, I mean, I would hope that they didn't have to green screen them into a fake arcade for some reason, at least for that one shot. It'd be like, weird because no. they actually go into because they an go into arcade. an arcade. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's why I'm like, what it looked like is the purple lights were out shining right. whatever they had to right. fill the back of them, yeah. and so they so then is that the just black bad lighting then. Might have been. Might have been. Bad lighting. Just or, might have been a bad, a bad lighting. Or maybe it's a weird side effect of a you know one of those TVs because yeah. you have the like really precise right. blacks and so maybe it just really was accurate about this is bright this is not yeah maybe they added some of the lighting too in post and then it was just poorly added yeah i mean i'd be curious especially for like our listeners like if you watching this series if you saw any because hbo is notorious for having episodes of things where it's too dark, not just too HBO bright. anymore. Have you heard people complaining about Mandalorian season three, episode two? Yeah, where it's too dark. It's too dark. It's too yeah, dark. But like, if you've seen something, definitely comment below. Let us know if you're seeing, you know, issues in terms of are you able to visually see what's happening? Is it too dark? Is it too bright? Does it look too fake? Because I'm curious. It looks great. Like, do you guys think we look fake? Like, do we look like we're too dark? No, right? and there's a particular reason I know that we don't. <laughs> because number one, we never try and make it dark, and number two, we purposely make sure there are no HDR anything in play so that you can't screw anything Gonna up. Gonna switch everything to HDR. Fuck no, no, I don't. No, Rec Seven Hundred Nine. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I'm saying Rec Seven Hundred Nine for the rest of my life. I don't believe in HDR. The end. Interesting. I do you a, believe in the clickers? What? The the infected? Do you believe in them? No, they're terrible. Oh yeah. Speaking they're of misunderstood. The clickers, spe- speaking of the clickers, <laughs> like one one area yeah. that I w- I would say that I wish the show would f- would have focused a little bit more on. The show starts out with a really interesting like interview right in the first yeah. episode where they're kind of talking back in the I think it's the eighties. It might have been the seventies. I think it's the sixties or sixties. But there's a, a really interesting conversation about the idea of the fungus and global warming and how this could all kind of, like, screw things up. And, you know, I, I kind of wanted to see more of that sprinkled throughout, whether it would have been, like, you start each episode that way or you come across old recordings. I don't know. Just, like, oh, something so you more. more. Of the science. Oh, well, let me I t- want a little bit more of the science. I will say this. Yeah. There's a lot more of that in the series versus the game. Like, the, gotcha. ga- like the, the series, actually, that opening snapshot... Uh, Joel explaining to Ellie that like the spread started through the like the bread industry and pancakes, pancakes and all the grains and stuff. That's not in the game. A lot of that, even like um, the flashback with Anna, uh, mm-hmm. Ellie's mom, and like them kind of telling you the reason she's immune is because she was bit. That's not in the game. Um, so you know we'll go through some of the well no, no let's just jump into it right now yeah, like we, the we, biggest differences yeah. between um, series and games. yeah so that, I would say that's a huge one I didn't write that down in our outline but like the there's a lot more explanation and exposition here um, about the about the the uh, disease itself and the infection and everything they don't really I get, explain that as much in the game I guess yeah series. I guess my follow-up question then would be to those who have played the game. Does the lack of the science make it scary in the game? Because you're like, there's no explanation? Yeah. Or do you prefer the explanation in the show? Uh, I mean, I think it works for the medium, right? Like, I think I think one of the biggest differences you have in the series versus the game is the game is very, for the most part, it's pretty linear, right? You're always playing as Joel. You know, it's very action-oriented. There's a lot of dialogue. You know, there's definitely cutscenes and dialogue and whatnot, but, like... A lot of the flashbacks aren't necessarily presented like they are in this that give context and background. The Bill and Frank episode in episode three, you don't get any of that background or context in the game. Um, You know, some of the stuff with uh, Henry and Sam, you know, catching up to where Joel and Ellie are, you don't get that. You don't get the, 
you know, uh, Catherine's an original character to add to that narrative point. Uh, you don't get the stuff with Ellie's mom in the game. So, like, I think that stuff added to the show, right? It adds to the narrative. It adds to what you're trying to do in each episode and what you're trying to do with the the, the, the show itself. Um, I, I don't know if anyone here has played Uncharted games before. But, yes. But they're all like they're they're very they're very linear in terms of like you're just kind of always on the go. And The Last of Us is is kind of similar, like the the game itself, where you are just you're always kind of on the go and on the move to the next location, the next kind of setup and whatnot. And then you have some cutscenes that explain in the story that's that's really in there. Um and that I think works for the game because it's very immediate and there's a lot of immediacy. But that's a little bit different in... Yeah, when you're watching a TV show. It's different in a TV show, right? And I think they did a good job adding some of that flavor and stuff. While in the game, it might have felt a little bogged down. Now, there are extras and stuff you could get in The Last of Us. I think there's, you know, there's probably some extras where you can find out a little bit more context. um, But I don't think it's a ton. But it's it's extras, right? Like, it's 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 not part of the narrative itself. There was some Frank and... Bill stuff yep. that you could find. There's a note. Yep. The body of Frank. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you could. Yeah. You could definitely. You could find suss some of it out. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But it, they, it wasn't explicit. Right. Not in be- Not as beautiful as the. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's that is the so Frank and Bill in particular. And actually, they split up. Like yep. the note says, like I'm done with you and I'm leaving. Yep. It's kind of that scene where he's like, we got to put some flowers here or not. There's so the, that's the biggest difference. So in the game. Uh, so obviously in the show, Frank and Bill are both dead. Uh, when you come across what them. they, okay. they <laughs> no spoiler alert. No, Bill's still alive. <laughs> he helps you through the school. In the show, I'm sorry, I didn't say. I, oh, I, I oh, said in the oh. game, I misspoke. In the show, right. they are both dead. Right. Uh, in the game, uh, Bill is very much alive. Uh, as, as Michael just said, he helps you through stuff, and you, he doesn't die. You, he le- you separate from him, and he's still alive. They actually have an argument. Like Michael said, you can kind of suss it out. And Frank left, got infected, and then he committed suicide. Damn. Wow. Uh, and, like, none of, you know, you can, you can, but, like, everything you got in episode three is is a big can we, addition. Can we, can we qual- um, yeah, qual- quantify, qualify something real quick? You haven't played Last of Us episode part two. two. I part haven't played two. part two yet. No. Okay. Okay. And I, I just want to make that put that out there that nobody here has played the second part because while there are differences from the first game and the second game, there may potentially be things from the second game that were put into the first season of the show that we're not aware of. So by no means are we aware of those things. I just want to put that out there. So if we're saying uh, something was, and we sound like dummies, yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's obvious. Then when we play the second game, there were a couple that's of things us. I read. I read a Wikipedia a while back because I oh, was never going to play the second part. So well, and again, like the other thing too, like whenever we talk about things where it's from video game or book or uh, musical CD to to TV or movie. I don't know why I said musical CD, but um, <laughs> we, I mean, the big thing here is we're, we're never like judging the show or movie based on the source material. It, we're basing it on what we're seeing in that present present thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, get stuck up on like, oh, it has to be the exact same thing. Like episode three of Last of Us pissed off a lot of people for the explicit nature of the relationship and a lot of people felt that it wasn't needed. I personally think it was fun and interesting and yeah. a unique way of storytelling. And thankfully, and there's a, a, a vocal majority that really yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed that, that episode. episode right? Yeah, that was yeah, a, that was a yeah one point. of the best episodes of television ever yeah. made. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's made so me a good. doomsday prepper. So, uh, a couple <laughs> a couple other um, differences I just want to run through. Uh, this one I found interesting. The timeline is a little bit different uh, in the game. The outbreak happens in 2013, which is the year the game came out. Mm-hmm. And then the 20 years is 2033 because they wanted to make the present in the present day. They did the outbreak in 2003 instead with 2023 being the present in the in, TV, in the TV show. show. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's fascinating. The other thing in the game, because it's more of a gameplay mechanic, uh, the... In fact, there's spores essentially that you have to you have to uh, stay away from as well because that can infect you. So like they those spores will actually like block off paths and areas, and you have to go around it and 
and whatnot. The spores don't exist in the game, but they do have like the the vines and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they have like these sensitivities uh, and whatnot. And then these um, I've mentioned the Kathleen one, and the other one that I, I just I thought was it's not super major, but it's just slightly different. Tess's death. Um, she doesn't have like that kiss of death type of thing where she like the the uh, the infected, infected like kisser. makes out with her <laughs> essentially, right. and then she blows all of them up. It's actually the military that they run into, and then she stays back and fights them. But she's also been infected at that point. Wait, is this is it the military or is it whatever that weird Fedra the, f- the Fedra, Fedra group? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So not military then. Gotcha. Fascinating. <sighs> also, Kansas City doesn't exist. It's all Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh really? In yeah, the, the, the Kansas game? City yeah. stuff is in Pittsburgh, and gotcha. it doesn't have a leader. You just fight a bunch of dudes. Yeah, the Henry and Sam stuff is different, like because the whole Kathleen thing is added. Like he didn't there. There isn't this whole like rebellion thing, and right. like, it's more of a just like a, a group that Henry. The reason they're looking for them as well is because they were like went through right. their area or whatever gotcha. type of thing. It's a little more vague and just like. I mean, what they have similar well, again. Know, what things. the show did, I think, it's is a little part, more narratively. Yeah. It works more narrative, right? For episode, that was episode six, which you know, I want to get into. I have two questions for you. You're gonna both hate me. I want your favorite episode and your saddest episode. Ooh, it could which be the ep- same. Which episode made you like in the feels, and you're like, I'm gonna never watch Ooh. this show ever again because I'm too uh, sad. I think I know. Yeah. Um, so my favorite episode is the uh, Nick Offerman. Um, the Bill and the Frank. The Bill, and Frank, Bill and Frank. Yeah. Bill and Frank. That was my favorite episode. And then the saddest episode, I think, is two episodes after that. So in Kansas City. Episode with, five. Yeah. yeah, with the two brothers. Yeah. What were their names? <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Henry and Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Henry and Sam. And when, yeah, when, God, that was, yeah, I, I might have cried for that one. Yeah, that one's tough. I mean, that one's tough. Uh, it's a yeah. really tough one. Uh, very similar in the in, in the, the game. game too. Yeah, in terms of just how that that whole ending goes. I I, I I'll make it easier for us. I think we all agree that was the saddest episode. <laughs> yeah, that was up there. Episode eight was really sad yeah. with everything that happened with Ellie at the you know right there. Um, episode seven sad, you know, with just everything that happens with her friend Riley. I mean, this would be kind of weird, but one of my favorite episodes, episode eight, I thought that was a more, like, episode three, don't get me wrong, I think it's a really good and beautiful episode. But in terms of, like, specific to our two main characters, where they are the focus, I thought episode seven was probably, like, peak. Yeah. You know, the penultimate episode for most series is usually the one where it's just, like, holy shit. Yeah. And that is definitely the holy shit episode where you're seeing a lot of these characters like really figure it out and also see the literal worst of humanity. Yeah. And unfortunately, like you do not like watch a show like the last of us because you're like, I want to watch a happy show about how good humanity is. Like you, you watch it because you're kind of a sicko and you want to see how disturbing humanity really can be. Right. And like, unfortunately that episode is like, here you go. Humanity sucks. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you guys both have really great answers. I'll go for, I think the same episode will be my answer for both. And it might be the pilot, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. The pilot, uh, you know, is so well done. So, it was so, like, probably one of the best first episodes I've seen in a long, long time. Just uh, really great. And it's like, it's an 80 minute episode. And I'm like, I need more immediately uh and it's so sad you know like obviously the the opening scenes are are really really tough uh and just hard to hard to watch right because like you just see your protagonist joel like lose everything um so that's really and obviously that's a huge part of the whole story that whole sadness and uh how it just kind of brings this guy down um throughout but also brings him back a little bit because he finds ellie yeah, I mean the last episode, right? Right, he the there's the line of like, uh, what is it? Um, time heals all wounds, and then he looks at her and uh, Ellie and says no, or not say no, but like not time. Not it time. wasn't. It wasn't time. It wasn't time. It wasn't yeah. time. Yeah, implying it was her. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then they both have that awkward silence. And then that guy. Moment. 
throws a flashbang at them. But oh, my, yeah. So well done. Flashbang. So, and then in the middle of that little pun game, it's like, damn it. <laughs> Those were some good puns, by the way. <laughs> the puns, my, my the favorite, puns were hilarious. The, the, what was it? Like, why did, um, or what did the cannibal throw up or something? Or like. Oh, what did the frustrated cannibal do? Yeah. He threw up his hands. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I did laugh in episode perfect. seven when they did the screenshot one, and both uh, Ellie and Riley were like, "What's a screenshot?" What's a screenshot? Yeah. Which oh yeah, sense. and they were both right. laughing, and they're like, "Wait, what is that?" Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, that's actually one of the um, like underrated, really good parts of the show was how well they showed, and there were a few instances of this that like the world went to shit in two thousand three, and showing how Ellie doesn't know what, like, stuff that we take for granted, like, what that is. She's like, oh, that's a car. I've never been in a car. Why would you have Wait, things can fly. Like, you guys went in a plane? What was that like? The excitement she has when she's going down an escalator. Yeah. uh, When Joel is explaining football to her, you know, like, it, those are, like, small but really great That That was the only part of that entire series where I was like, oh, man, maybe this world's not that bad. You don't have to care about sports. (laughs) (laughs) But what about the trade deadline? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Who gives a flying fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, really good really good attention to detail. Big time, yeah. A couple other minor differences. Um Maria, uh, Tommy's wife, is not pregnant, or it's not at least not stated she's pregnant in the game. Uh, Joel's injury is different; he doesn't get stabbed; he actually like falls uh, a bunch. <laughs> and, oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Ellie's first kill is a little different; she ends up drowning a guy. Um, so just some rando, or yeah, like um, I think Joel is getting drowned. First in kill that. in the game, or first first kill, kill. in the game? Oh. I should say. Yeah, her first kill is still. Uh, Riley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are those are just some minor ones. Gotcha. Wait, no. Mm. Can, can you clarify that the, her Ellie's first kill in the game is someone she drowns or I think, Riley? Uh, I think uh, it's still Riley, but like the one that you see on screen, right? Like sure. The first kill she has in front of Joel, I guess, is the best way to put it. So her second kill, like in game, not flashback. What was the first kill that she we see? Uh, it's in, in when they're in Kansas City, right? Uh, and uh, Joel is being strangled. And then she shoots the guy. But she didn't kill him. She, she didn't, didn't kill, kill him. him so, but, like, but what was first. her first kill? Kill. Yeah, I can't. I don't think I'm she's trying killed to anyone think. in front of Joel. Yeah. She well, I, I guess. I guess that was. It's still considered. I guess you could consider it her kill because she shoots him and then. Sure. Makes I, her I don't consider it a kill unless you can skin it. <laughs> it leads directly to the guy's death. Technically, so it's a, it's an assist. It's not a kill. It's an assist. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing we learn in chivalry. You get points. Yeah, for is that a chivalry? Yeah, it was a takedown. Uh, yeah, shooter games. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are fucking dark. We actually we, have we haven't played chivalry. This is video games. <laughs> this is based on a video game. We're giving you a video game lingo. A video game right where you murder hundreds of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it is dark, but we're just being faithful to the source material. That's there right. Yeah. If anything, you should be mad at Sony for allowing this game to exist. If anybody does remember her first actual kill in the show, write that down in the comments because I can't remember. I still can't. Are we? We're not considering clickers kills. No, they're not real people anymore. Okay, because then her That's first kill would have been the clicker. If they're re- if, are they still it, people? Are you still? Because the first her no. first kill then would have been the clicker in the basement. When she yes, stabs when it. Yeah. Yeah, when no, that's not a yeah, That would have been her three. first. But if we're not considering those kills, then I don't know. Yeah. Could you say the deer then? Uh, well, if we're going to... Hmm, uh, deers aren't people No either. comment. <laughs> well, that's no another comment. question. Are clickers people? They used to be. I, I don't know. Chime in. I mean, I mean, it goes back to the zombie rules where it's like you're no longer you and there's no way to reverse it. Yeah, I mean, that fungus looks pretty in there. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's coming those. out. Like, and yeah. also, it seems like, yeah, I guess it, you would have to be like, you'd have to define what's alive. So the body oh is alive, <laughs> but the but the person, that the thing that would have made the person the person is dead. Yeah. Right. Gorgeous, that's I mean, killed it. It's the same so reason. So if we're going by biological living, then yeah, it's a person because it's biologically still alive. But if we're going to go with living, 
is the person, the consciousness of that person, then no, they're dead. So then, right? wait, go back one step further then. Shaun of the Dead. Why does Simon Pegg keep Nick Frost alive, who's clearly Got a zombie? to his friend. <laughs> Because right, they have, they have, but, because but he has, still, he has but attachment still similarities issues. where he's able to play video games True, and things. So it's like, yeah, you know, every, some, every zombie movie and yeah. thing has slightly different, different rules. Different rules. Yeah. It's yes. going to be crazy when a real uh, a zombie apocalypse happens and we're going to be like, which one is it? And you have a bunch of people like mansplaining to the zombies. No, you're supposed to do this. <laughs> this <laughs> and show. And, and then they get their eyes ripped out. Zombie splaining. Zombie splaining. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, this is so real. This could be a good little social clip here. So we've had a, quite a few zombie properties over the last hundred years. However long there's been zombie movies and then shows sure, and then games. Years. What Century is the right. scariest depiction of a zombie you've ever seen? Uh, I think I think I might go with the World War Z one because they're so fucking fast. That's pretty creepy. Terrible execution of a film, though. 28 Days yeah, Later, correct. I think, are the scariest for me. 28 Days Later is still, to Great me, movie. the number one zombie slash human beings are terrible film of all time. Like it's, I, still, I totally forgot about that. I still great find call. it like scarier to a degree and more disturbing, like Walking Dead. Do we consider the, the I Am Legend vampire people zombie-ish? They're vampires. They're vampires. And in the book, they are... I don't know what they are. I mean, I guess they are like they have a society in the the Will Smith movie. Again, unfortunately, like the source material way better than the actual film and the execution. Unfortunately, so yeah, it's tricky. Those were scary. At least they scared me. Fifteen-year-old me. (laughs) I watched the movie. Nice. Do you? Well, I don't know. Maybe you'll talk about it later. I'm just curious if you guys think. That Ellie will be upset with Joel. When she yeah, finds we out sh- the truth. Uh, that. Yeah, and I mean, what that's does that make him? Like, I don't about. even know how to feel uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, I think she would be. And, and the, the way I read that final conversation, right, is I think deep down she knows he's lying. Yeah. So time. it's not. It's not like she's asking for like verification. She's like asking, "Are you gonna be truthful here, or are you trying to?" I don't know if she's reading into like trying to protect me or however not, but I think she's, it's a test, right? Of like, and he failed. What are you going to say? And he says, Nope. Well, I think it's interesting because he's trying to protect her by lying. I think yeah. it's his protector instinct. Right. But hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I think, but I, I think there's a lot of truth that rings but, true but to she, what But Marlene he's breaking her saying. trust. Yeah. But he's also breaking her trust. Yes. Right. Oh, I so guess that's not good. Do you think she wanted to die? Would she, she be wanted, willing to do I, that if I he'd been like, they were going to kill you? I, I, I think her character is yes. I think, I think, I think she would be like, I would do it. Everything mm-hmm. she went through, I think she would have been like, if there's a chance to save people, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So it was but a very selfish though, man. That's, that's the, uh, but here's the, biggest, the good but, stuff. But here, time out. The bigger <laughs> thing there was Mar- is Marlene. Marlene? Marlene. Marlene. She didn't give her that option. No, she was Correct. just going to do it. She yeah. was going to do it. So I think it's null and void. It's yeah, but the, he, that's the mistake she made. Yeah, yeah at the time. end she said we should give her the option, and Joel so didn't give her no, the option like, nope. either. Nope. Yep. Correct. Yeah. 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 So and everyone's that, bad. That'll, that's the bad. issue. They're selfish. But speaking of this, like, like again, like nobody here has played the game. Right. Uh, the second, uh, the second game. Uh, we do know between the first game and the second game, or you had said, Arjun, there's a four year. There's like something like a. There's a time jump. There's a time jump. Um, we're not going to spoil what we or some of us know of the second game. Uh, there are going to be no spoilers there, so please refrain from that when you come with your bold predictions. But I want to hear bold predictions for Season 2 of The Last of Us, which has been greenlit, but there is no release date as of right now. If I had to, guesstimate, if I had to guesstimate, end of... Like end of twenty twenty four, start of twenty twenty five. Well, look, it's gonna I, be a bit I mean, I think if you're looking at it from the HBO programming mind, right, they're gonna want to put this not with House of the Dragon, their biggest hit on the on the the channel. I really want to see the numbers in, and and so I, I if if House of the Dragon is supposed to come out in twenty 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 four summer, yep. right? You would imagine the production of this is probably. Similar, year. or yeah. maybe a little shorter than that show, because you don't have to render dragons. Uh, <laughs> Unless theory. they have fungus <laughs> dragons in the second one. Wait, how do you know, Juno? Maybe the yeah, maybe that's Cordyceps dragons. See, this is where this two. is where HBO fucked up. Yeah, and they should have kept Westworld going. Yeah, because oh. then you could have 
the clickers, fucking dragons, like all your goddamn all IP. All the different worlds. But whatever. No offense to So idiots. I would I mean it could be like late twenty twenty four or like twenty twenty five. I think it's twenty twenty five. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna good. say twenty twenty seven. Let's make it four years in real life, just like it's four years of the game. <laughs> well, can I start with my bold prediction? No, Chris is gonna go first. Okay. No, you can go first. Okay. My bold prediction is season two will not be Last of Us Part Two, the video game. Okay. I believe season two will be in this interim period, and they're going to do new Tune. story. Okay. Essentially, um, and extend this franchise longer. Which I mean, there's there's nothing that prevents them from going, I guess, past Last of Us Part Two. But I think because there's a time jump, I, I think they can play around with it a little bit more. It would be better to go previous. What Wait, do what do you, yeah, what do you mean previous? I'm saying for the sake of the fandom, I think it would be better to do the interim, like you're saying, oh, than to extend beyond Yeah, for unspoilery reasons. Yes. Oh, no, Especially if they want to do a yeah. third game, right? Like, yeah. you know, then if it, if it moved yeah. past... Part two, and they're like, "Well, we're doing the third game before the game, co-, you know." And, and real game quick, of Thrones, it real quick, <laughs> and, and the t- you know the time of taping of this podcast, there is no definitive no. anything news or anything about Last of Us Part Three or whatever. There's nothing for the video game for the video game. Yes. So, and we don't know anything about the story of season two. They have not right. said anything. Uh, so we we honestly have no idea. You know the creators are probably in a room right now screaming at a whiteboard being like, fuck, 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 what do we do? <laughs> I, I think there I was an interview with, they know what like, yeah, doing. I'm sure they have a rough idea, a roadmap of, like, what would a season two kind of be? And now they're figuring out. Yeah, eight. I don't believe that, but okay. They're figuring out season eight? Is that what you said? No, so now they're figuring oh, it out. You know, oh, now, okay. they're, now they're building it out. I think right. that, But I think they have a roadmap. For hopefully, sure. hopefully. I would be shocked if they didn't, especially because, you know, uh, Duckerman is Druckman. on the Druckerman is on this this series, you know. Sorry, that was so fast. Druckerman. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I it was so fast that I I heard like drunk man. I was like, wait, like my, my ears don't work. I'm uh, all blocked up still. Krisha, your your uh, bold prediction for season two of The Last of Us. Oh yeah, so I I like Arjuna's a lot, and I feel like that's exactly what HBO would would do is add an interim season. I imagine. I imagine even an interim season would look like Joel and Ellie being side characters and maybe following different protagonists. Like and then, Tommy and... Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's a Tommy so focus or someone else. Sure. Um, but my prediction is going to be for when whatever season... Uh, and this is from someone who doesn't know how the second game ends. Uh, whenever we get back to the second season aligning with the second game, I think it ends with Ellie killing Joel. So that would be my bold prediction for whenever, whether that's season two, season three, season four, whenever it is, that is how that story ends, I think. Wow. So sad. I don't know. But again, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I could be very wrong. The only, the, here's the reason I say it is the end of this first season, it has set up... Uh, it has set up Joel and Ellie to be on opposite ends of some conflicts. And this is a brutal world. And the show or the show that I've seen has painted it as no apology. It's a very unapologetic world. Uh, and so it feels to me to maintain the integrity of what they've built up. Uh, I can see it going in a direction where Ellie would kill Joel. I don't know exactly how that would happen and what would lead to that kind of a breakdown, but that's if I had to project it out and imagine an ending, uh, that would be it. Would you watch the show if Pedro Pascal was no longer in it? And what I mean so by like, that they is they went like, past season... Like, yeah, like, let, let's say... So yeah, let's take your prediction. Yeah, right? let's take your prediction so he dies or whatever in season two. And At the season, end of season two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then season three comes, and there's no Pedro Pascal anymore. Very much like Sean Bean not being in any other season of Game of Thrones. Because, like, I'll say this. Like, the whole reason I got into Game of Thrones was because I was like, oh, Sean Bean. He's somebody I like. He's an interesting He was the biggest actor. name. And then they time. fucking cut his head off. <laughs> yeah, you knew like, that was coming. Well, so good. Well, I did it. Well, because it's Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a good point. Good point. Good good point. point. But the known. character is in, in, in future seasons. 
Kind of. He's in one flashback, played by Elrond <laughs> from Rings of Power. Any wow. whomst. Um But yeah, like, would you actually, like, would you, like, we, we, we've said it. Like, yes. This show, you would watch it. Okay, well, there you go then. Okay. And the reason, the reason is because the, and while, and while Pedro Pascal is my favorite part of the show, the rest of the show is so strong mm-hmm. that unless there's a severe drop off in quality, uh, in the second season, that would be the reason I wouldn't watch it. Gotcha. Right? That if it's sense. the same level of quality and storytelling and acting from everyone, uh, then yeah, I would absolutely watch past if a hypothetical Pedro Pascal exit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Would you say then the show wouldn't necess- doesn't necessarily need its leads? I, I that's that's a really really good question. Uh, possibly. You know, uh, like 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 I said, the Krays have done a great job of like creating this world, and so it is. It's hard to imagine like uh, a season of this without the two leads, and that would be the fear, right? It's like it would become a different show. Yeah, uh, and th- that's the thing too. Maybe that's what a season two, if they do an interim and you put in other protagonists, right? You, you can gauge. That's a good way to maybe gauge. Be like, can we do a show where our two leads are take a backseat or are not even in it? Maybe. Yeah. So and you, we'll I mean, you had examples of that this season. There are large parts of episodes where you either only have one or neither um, of your main two characters. So I wouldn't say you, you know, you didn't get a lack of time of both Joel and Ellie, but I wouldn't say that was the whole season. Yeah, I mean, episode three is a really good good example of yeah. where the majority of the episodes is not about either of them. Yeah. And I mean, then, look, Tess is in the first two episodes. She's right. with the she's with them yep. as long as they're traveling. They don't start traveling until the end of episode one, right? Sure, so it's but like, like she's still presented as the main focus. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, I'd be kind of curious to see. I'd also be again curious, just like number wise, to see episode to episode. You know, in terms of viewership and and and, and whatnot, in terms of interest and overall um, enjoyment of those episodes and whatnot. Uh, but for my bold predictions, I'm going to go with this. Oh, boy. So in season two, Titans. No, I think season two, and this is truly my bold prediction. I don't think season two is going to be like a weird, we're going to explain, you know, or, you know, talk about like the four-year jump that we know that is between the two video games, the first one, the second one. I think the second season is actually going to just be a majority of flashbacks. Um, whether that be like talking about more uh, Ellie's mom or more about Joel or more about what happens in that first year. But I, I think it's going to be that will be the bigger primary focus. And I think also like you can do more there with like explaining Tommy and Joel's relationship. Because, you know, the way when you look at like the trailers and the marketing and everything, like the character of Tommy was very heavily presented, not necessarily as like a co-lead, but he was very heavily presented yeah. out there as like a big, big factor. And like in terms of total screen time, I think he's there 2% of all episodes, <laughs> which is fine. It's whatever. So I think like there you're setting that up and I think you'll get more of that interesting story and like more about Joel and everything and his past and the horrors that Joel has done if you kind of go backwards um, and look at like what he's done in those 20 year period, as opposed to like the, the four year period or whatever. One, one like slight difference too, between like the game and the series and the, in the game, the reason Joel agrees to take Ellie is because the fireflies have his, I think weapons or something. He really wants his gun. He needs his like, (laughs) he needs his gear back essentially. So he agrees to do this job. Versus, obviously, in the series, the reason he does this is because he's looking for Tommy, right? Like, him finding Tommy is a big character motivation for him for a majority of the of the series. Um, so there is a lot to that relationship, of course. I also, More in the series I mean, than the game. Yeah, and I loved I lo- everything with Tommy in the show I thought was really good. The communist. So I personally would love... <laughs> communist. Uh, yeah, I would love a Joel Tommy year one through five... Yeah. season that'd be yeah. sweet and again it's like you know you're you're it helps with the world building as well if you can kind of see like it's a little tough where you go from 2003 
you see the outbreak, and now it's 2023, and we have cannibals. And it's like, okay, like, it'd be nice to kind of see a little bit of that progression. Like, I get it. It makes logical sense. Like, the weird, crazy religious preacher guy's like, what am I going to do? Let people starve? Yeah. Like, there's fresh meat. And then you can see the formation of, like, Fedra and the Fireflies. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders. And- yeah. And, like, I, I would love to know more yeah. about those pieces of, of that world and the world building of it all and everything. Sure, they'll do, like, some books and some, like, extra stuff that fills There in is those, a podcast. In those gaps and whatnot. The For games sure. and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Is anyone here, here – here's a good question. Is anyone here going to, like, try and play Last of Us – Part two, the video. I, game? I definitely want to. No. I'm going to in the, the summer. I, believe. I don't want. I, so I didn't play the first game, and I love the show. So for me, there's no reason to spoil what I've enjoyed. Well, if that makes well, sense. And will either of you play the first game now that you've seen the first season? Uh, no, no. Because no. <laughs> no. the, the main again, I don't I want to spoil what I've seen and loved. <laughs> the main reason no. I didn't play the the first game or continue the first game is because it was so depressing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I primarily like playing video games because, you know, it's a release, right? Like, it's fun. You get some kind of enjoyment. Yeah. That game, I did not find any enjoyment. It's hard. Yeah, it's it's a hard not game. a fun game in the traditional sense. And, sure, some people enjoy that type of gameplay, and that's fine. That's great. But for me, no, that's just not my cup of tea. But is it your cup of coffee? No, because that's not a term anyone has used in the history of mankind post MCU creation. Machu. Hey Arjuna, what's your cup of coffee? I don't like coffee, Michael. I prefer a hot chocolate. So or as hot- I like to say, a hot cocoa. So your cup of hot cocoa? Well that's why nobody says this is what's your cup of coffee. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think it's the, it's that time to ask the big question. I started off last time when we did our previous pod on Adam Driver 65, you can definitely go find that if you are so inclined to. But, Christian, you start us off in terms oh. of asking the big question here. The big okay, one. all right. Grogu was... Oh, fuck. No, <laughs> um, Arjuna. No, I, I've done Juno a few times. Ravi was Last of Us Season 1 good. I'm gonna, okay, real quick. I'm gonna, okay, don't be mad for a second here. I do want to say no. What? what? Why? You just want to lie? <laughs> I'm so confused. We literally just spent 59 minutes praising the show. And you had yeah. nothing bad you to say. Lie you just be lying. You'd be a liar. Sure, sure. Here's, I'll give you, I'm going to make this as quick as possible because I don't want to spend another hour on this. The show's so fucking depressing. It is such a depressing show. Like, Juno, look at you. You marathon this shit today and you are clearly, like, not happy. You are not... As smiley and joyful and bubbly as you usually are. Ravi, one of your favorite shows is Attack on Titan. Sure. The most depressing. Ad- you love depressing shit. But that's different. The an- <laughs> It's animation versus real, like, realism and life or whatever. I am going to say yes. Like, it is a good show. It is storytelling-wise, it's great. Directing-wise, it's wonderful. Acting-wise, fucking beautiful. The visuals are amazing. But the thing that, like, puts me and wants to say no, like, really deep down is because of, like, how fucking depressed you feel after watching an episode and i don't know i'm a big believer of like we shouldn't be depressing ourselves like by watching like it's supposed to be escapism it's supposed to make you like get out of the shit no all art is escapism. sure yeah sure it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to this is christian logic right here this is like when he saw venom and he was like it made me happy so it was a good movie (laughs) well he wanted to i remember and he's like and upon reflection he's like no this was actually a bad movie right so but i liked it and it made me happy so 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 (laughs) so take that logic and reverse it for for what i am gonna say yes it It is good it it, it does work in my brain it does work in my brain but yes it is good I don't want to say it's good because it's a depressing, crazy show. So you're going to be rewatching this show often. But it's nice to see people in worse shape than yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that feels like a lesson right there. So. Yeah, whenever you feel bad, you can pop on this show and be like, you know what? My life isn't that bad. Here's some perspective. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Arjuna, was The Last of Us, season one, HBO Max, last attempt at making original <laughs> content before some idiot CEO screws everything up good. 
uh, it was. It was good. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, HBO Max's last hurrah? Question mark because who knows what they're changing the name to of the streaming service. It's very uh, true. Was uh, was good, and I'm excited for when season two returns to question mark streaming service in question mark date. <laughs> Love it, uh, Krishna. Was The Last of Us season one better than Venom? <laughs> Jesus. And what do you think? And was it good? Maybe. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, we've, I think we've, we beat the praise to death on this one. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's, it was fantastic from beginning to end. Someone who knew nothing about the games, um, you, you're, Ajuna's right. Like the pilot, like the first. 20 minutes of that pilot, I think I was like, my jaw was on the ground. Like, the that one shot of them in the car going through the streets, that's when I was hooked. That's when I was like, oh, I'm in I'm in for the ride. This The show is insane. And I think the strength of the show, too, was I thought it was going to be uh, kind of like a shoot-em-up. I thought every episode was going to be gunfights with zombies and raider human groups. Because I, I was like, it's based on a video game, like, that's what a video game is, right? That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. And I was so surprised and happy that it wasn't that. And it was so well done the, that it didn't need that action. And when it did have that action, it was effective because of all those quiet moments yeah. as juxtaposition. This show so. is what The Walking Dead wishes it was. <laughs> like this Short is, and to the point. Yeah, this is the show like <laughs> yeah. The Walking Dead thinks it was, right? Where yeah. we're like, we are so How many fucking seasons is The Walking 11. Dead? 15? 11. Is it canceled yet? It ended. It ended uh, last year. Sure. Or this is year. there a movie coming out or something? There's more shows. There's movies. Crazy. More video games. There's a lot. It's a huge... All, I hope, did, uh, all I hope is every actor who was in more than two episodes... Is just living a very nice and pretty life off the royalties. That's all I hope for. A lot of them are doing well. Yeah, know? that's all. I, that's projects. all I want yeah. from for them. The show is when shit. Did, when did The Walking Dead first start uh, um, airing? That's a great question. Obama has started his first presidency. I don't know. It was I, I just I just want to know if Walking I want to say two thousand six. Okay, so in the world of Last of Us. Walking Dead does not exist. What a great place. The TV oh, show. Thank God. You know, that makes The Last of Us worth it. I'm in. 2010. <laughs> December 5th, 2010. So Obama yeah, so there's no Walking Dead his, in Last of Us. He's still in his first term. Yep. There you go. Wow. Here's, I, have one last, I have one last question for you guys. We're, Obama, Obama, we're kind of Pedro Pascal fans, stands even, here on the Was It Good podcast. Yeah, just look on the set. <laughs> and I want to ask you, where would you rank this Pedro Pascal performance in all the Pedro Pascal performances, uh, it has to be at the top behind Wonder Woman 1984. No. I was just gonna say, Wonder Woman 1984 is his peak. He carried that movie. I'm just kidding. Carried <laughs> it into the life dumpster. is good. Yeah, yeah right. But it could be better. Be better. Yeah. I mean, that was the only good piece, or pe- that was the only good thing that came with that film. It was so ridiculous. Um, no, but I, I would say this is probably his one of his best performances because this is, his, I think, his this show. Gave him the ability to show his face, face, (laughs) (laughs) but also like just to show like what he can actually do, like as an actor, like he can present the psycho in a human being. He can present the uh, parentalness in a human being. Like he, he's it has shown really good range, which I don't think a lot of unfortunately his projects have allowed him to show. Like his. I would say his other big thing before this was the um, Nicholas Cage film. Uh, yeah, the unbearable wait, something of... Famous? I saw it, and I didn't yet. I need to. What's well, the That's Nicholas the Cage stand movie? The with unbearable weight of... Some massive food. talent. Massive, massive talent, talent. yes. Go. Unfortunately, like, in that film, like, he plays a very, like, he plays a crazy person, right? Like, it's not... It's just a crazy person. This is, like, you're showing, like, real life. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't, I don't feel like he always gets that opportunity. What about to, like, some of his that? other barn burners, like Triple Frontier and the Kingsman? I was just going to, I was just going to say, I was just going to say his top three performances. I'll start at number three, Mandalorian. Number two, Last of Us. And number one, Triple Frontier. <laughs> no love for Game of Thrones? The Viper. Oh, wow. Oh, I Markel. forgot about Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, the thing, but the thing with Game of Thrones, though, is again, he's, he's just playing a very one dimensional character what? because he's only in it for what five four it's an, five it's a whole season sure but like he's not 
a big focus. He fights the mountain a, and gets his eye fo- popped you, out you of his head. That he's a big I'm never rewatching. It's incredible acting. Yeah, he's a huge. Yeah, he's huge. He's like a literally favorite, a fan favorite. Yeah, one of the biggest. People were really ever. upset when he died. He, he was he was amazing. It's the best one of the best parts of that show. But in comparison, oh. though, like you see more range in this than you see in. I saw him jumping. In Game of Thrones. No, that was a stun double. He I know, says. I know. Yo, I saw his head uh, explode. <laughs> he's shown that he can escort a human person, a alien person. person. He's really escorting his. Everything. He's, He's shown that he all. can go underwater wearing armor and have to be saved <laughs> and not be eaten by a mythical Actually, dinosaur. You know Do you think he's going to be in the next uh, Death Stranding since he escorts so well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I highly recommend um, there's uh, Oscar Isaac, Pedro Pascal, uh Joint interview, like where they ask the wired they answer interview. like internet questions. Yeah, the wired interview. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's hilarious. If you want to just see two best friends making each other crack up and answering silly internet questions, highly recommend. Very funny. They're both going to star in the new M Night Shyamalan movie called Friends. <laughs> it takes place in an apartment in New York City. Yep. <laughs> the twist I'd is they're it. not friends. <laughs> if those two were in it, I'd watch it. It's like, uh, what's that Jim Carrey movie where he's on a TV show? The Truman Show? Yeah, so it's basically that as a horror film in the friend setup with Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac. Ravi, you should write that down. That sounds like a very interesting premise. I mean, Shyamalan's next twist should be like, you think think it's like a horror movie or like his typical thriller, but it's like actually just like a rom-com or something else. With Dave Bautista? Yeah, with Dave Bautista. (laughs) And and, uh, Gerard Butler. That we we pitched this a while ago. You're right. Actually. Yeah. You're right. We but Emma is going to direct it. It was during our plane uh, podcast, the Gerard Brother yeah. film. Again, wherever you get your podcast, you can find it there. I really expected that YouTube clip to blow up and become our first viral sensation, and it didn't. It has 67 views. <laughs> well, give it time. Give it time. Wow, great. <laughs> we could be proven correct. We might be on the right side of history with that one. Go find <laughs> it. Watch it. Make that 100 or more views. Yeah. <laughs> you will have a special sense of accomplishment in your heart. Oh my god! Anyway, that's gonna do it for us here on the <laughs> the Was a Good Podcast. We went well over with We're just almost ran- at sixty nine random thoughts after we asked the big question of Was it good? We obviously talked about The Last of Us season one. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Our full podcast are on YouTube.com slash Was It Good, and check out our website Was It Good dot info. Arjuna, our main guy here, has not told me what the next podcast is going to be on, so I can't tell you. I mean, my, likely it'll be probably maybe the Ted Lasso premiere. That is, it's going to be Ted Lasso season three premiere, probably. Yeah, what is that? What is that car wreck airing? That Wednesday. car wreck is happening on Wednesday. I will come with it with the fist of CGI and what the fuck did, did, you did anyone see that Christian's one face? is a binge show. Okay. Well, you hear it from Krishna. I think Krishna needs those like buttery biscuits that uh, or a cake or whatever he makes. Ooh, why does that sound so good? Like yeah. Buttery biscuits. The the thing. The, what, what what does he bake for his boss? Uh, biscuits. Yeah, yeah. The, biscuits, uh, right. That's what England calls cookies. Yeah, yeah, biscuits. yeah they're biscuits. Yes, they're right? biscuits. I thought it was yeah. cakes for some reason. No, it's I'm losing my mind. It's cookie biscuits. I'm yeah. just thinking of death and. Oh my god. Deception. But anyway, follow us on the socials. We may tell you what we're doing our next pod on there. Till till next time, don't eat mushrooms.